What's up? It is episode two with Let Me Break Down LNVD, Grace and Sam. We are here. We're back. In case you missed it, we did our intro on the first episode. We're so excited to be back, so let's dig in. Um, wait, before we dig in, what's our topic? All about balance, baby. Woohoo! Yes, we're super excited. We're going to be talking about balance, diving in, and breaking it down. Let me break it down. All right, so we were going back and forth a couple of times developing our outlines of what we wanted to talk about in the future and things like that. And one of the things that we really um, thought was definitely the most important, and it's kind of going to lay out everything as we move forward in our podcast, is balance. Um, Not just physical balance, but mental balance and awareness of your balance. Definitely. We kind of touched on how mental health is so important, and... So this is definitely good for your mental health as well as your physical health. I feel like especially in, you know, not everybody works remote jobs, not everybody works regular nine to fives or eight to fours, whatever you, whatever you work. But I feel like finding that balance, um, no matter where you are, if you're in an office, if you're at home, it's just super important. Our world is so saturated that it's hard to make time for yourself and, you know, take time just to take a break. I also think if you are realizing where your balance flaws are, it sets you up for the success of creating that balance of your life. Um, And we're going to dive in a little bit deeper in things regarding balance, but we kind of just wanted to talk about the fact that balance, it, it involves your stress it involves your work, it involves your relationships, it involves um, just everything in a whole. And it's such a large topic that we thought, why not, you know, kind of start off with that? Because if we can break down everything regarding your balance in your life, then everything else that we're going to talk about is all going to make sense in a whole. And we're super excited. We're excited for episode two. We're excited that, you know, Everybody truly enjoyed episode one where you got to meet us. We got a lot of feedback, um, you know, both positive and constructive, and we appreciated both because it helps us kind of gauge what we need to work on and, you know, what areas we need to improve or do a little Balancing. more research on. How we find our balance with the podcast, right? How we find our balance. See, it all comes back to balance. Um, but Sam's right. It does, you know, when you when you are not okay, it's like the oxygen mask thing, right? Like if you don't put your oxygen mask on first, you can't take care of other people. So if you're not okay, your work's going to suffer. You're going to be lagging. Your projects are going to take longer to finish. Um, your relationships might be a little, you might be in a more agitated mood, so you might be quicker to snap on your significant other, or you might not want to go to that social thing and show up for your friends when you want to be there for your friends normally, or, you know... Little by little, it starts to take away from you as well. Yeah, Um, for sure. You know, balance has a lot to do with depression, and just... To clear the air, me and Grace are not professionals here, and we're not There's therapists. No, no we're not. Our name. <laughs> but we just we learn from experience, and I feel like talking about it and yeah. getting the feedback and bringing awareness to it is the important part. So we're breaking it down because we're gonna break down our own experiences and how we have. You're talking learned. to two workaholics. Yeah, um, maybe not. <laughs> maybe not as much currently, but previously. What? Still a little currently. <laughs> I was like, what are you talking uh, about? 
currently. We're workaholics. We've had those days where we're, you know, we're not in an office anymore, but those days where you've seen it or you've seen it on a movie or on TV where, like, a mom is like, we absolutely cannot stop for ice cream on the way home because if I have to stop somewhere else, I will lose my goddamn mind. Yeah. And you're like... Of course, I am on empty. I have no gas. I am so exhausted. I just want to get home, and I don't want to stop for gas. And we've all had those days where it's like, okay, the act of getting gas is really not that hard, but where you are physically and mentally, you just cannot do it. I love that you brought that up because I'm literally five miles to eat because I'm like, I don't want to stop. I don't want to stop. I hate stop. getting gas. And you have to go to the right gas station. Gas prices are obscenely high right now. I so refuse a, to make a, a U-turn for a gas station. <laughs> I was like, I'll go until the empty. right side of the road. <laughs> I, I will go to empty to just make sure that I don't have to go out of my way. But I think it's important to to understand that we all have our flaws and it's okay. And we learn from our mistakes, so to speak, or we learn from our experiences. And balance is important. And we're realizing it now. I mean, one of the things that in another episode I think we're going to – talk about how to say no and that's about balance as well so um we're gonna dive in to right now balance in general so there are say like oh it's all about finding balance and you're like yeah that's cute how do I do that so we're not just like oh yes find balance you know everything is zen and good for you (laughs) (laughs) we are not perfect we are working on finding balance too so we're a work in progress with you so that's why we're trying to break down um just some of the things that cause it so going into our topic we're going to talk about the different types of stress um some of the things that are triggers maybe you realize it maybe you don't and then just a few ways of coping with it so we are going to break it down ha um but um cue the drums so we're gonna try to break that down for you guys and just go into more detail on what that looks like because finding balance is easier said than done and obviously we want to all find balance and live happily ever after but do as I say not as I do yeah. <laughs> easier said than done sometimes when you're really just like Sure, Sam and Grace. Sure, let me just get 18 things done and do my taxes and sleep and have a social life. And everything's perfect. Because we are, you know, one person. Um, So first, let's dive into what are the balances that we need to focus on. Um, Stress is definitely a huge factor. Um, There's good stress, there's bad stress, but if you don't know how to balance it and you don't know what stress is and what the correct... Um, ways to handle stress, then you can't fix the issues that you might have. So what are the three types of stress? I didn't realize that there was three. Yeah. So believe it or not, having a little bit of stress is actually a really good thing because if we don't have any stress at all, right? Like if we're just living and being and breathing and there's no stress. Please tell me where that unicorn is that has no stress. I don't know anyone that has no stress at all. Maybe you do. There's a unicorn out there. Please find us and speak to us because we'd love to know. Let us know your tips. Please share. Share your balance. Um, But it's it's called the Goldilocks Principle. Um, like if you've if you don't get the reference, Goldilocks and the Three Bears. She tries all the porridge. One's too hot. One's too cold. And one is just right. So we need just a little bit amount of stress to keep us productive and keep us going and motivate us. Uh, because if you don't have any stress, then you end up you know wasting time aimlessly, or you might be slower to complete a task that might take you a certain amount of time. 
um, and become counterproductive, but it helps keep us motivated to complete our tasks. So three different kinds of stress. There's acute stress, there's episodic or episodic acute stress, and then chronic stress. So we'll go into, I'll let Sam take the first one. So acute can be healthy in small doses. It's the most common. Um, It could become more severe as physical symptoms occur. So um, an example would be like, I am getting stressed out about an event that's coming up or I'm stressed out about a deadline that I need to meet. Um, Something small, but it can develop um, more chronical stresses because if you're hyper-focused one to the other yeah if you're hyper-focused on something so so much that it can start breaking things down in a way where you're like okay now I'm creating stress and I can't sleep and I'm creating more stress and I can't concentrate and I'm creating more stress and now I'm having a panic attack and something that can be so small and can be healthy um if you're not Doing the things properly and balancing those things, it can lead into the next type, which is episodic, right? Yeah. So episodic acute stress um, is basically when acute stress becomes elevated into even more stress. So episodic like in episodes, but you have it more frequently. And this is where you're starting to feel like you're always under pressure. So maybe you're in that job that you just really like... You're working really long hours all the time. There's always really high expectations. You can't get your stuff done. You feel stressed when you go to bed. You're thinking about your job when you go to sleep. You, It just consumes you. Um, so this might be where you start to feel mental exhaustion. Maybe you consider a lifestyle change. You need to um, take up working out or you need to take up a therapist or get a new job or reduce your commitments. Maybe you're in too many clubs or have too many friends I don't know too many weddings too many weddings (laughs) whatever that might look like for you this is where you're like okay I need to make a change to my life or else I'm gonna be you know it's gonna make me sick and when I say right now we're current stage of our life I'm working on getting from episodic to acute stress so this this episode is helping me just as much as it's hopefully helping she's you. having ptsd as we speak it's bringing up past couple of weeks of her life and she's like oh look so like we said before we're we're definitely our own flaws um and we're learning from it grace learned to say no yeah a lifestyle helped. change and this is something that's um you know you're you're having it in episodes but stress can Build up. Once, jeez, uh, can you speak? Can't <laughs> speak today. Angry so with sorry. herself. Um, that was just a mental roar that you just heard out loud in my head. But that's your you, bear roar, which we'll get into. You didn't hear about how I'm a bear. But if you are getting to the point where you're mentally exhausted, like stress can make you really sick. It can turn into legitimate health problems. So it's not something to take lightly. Obviously, if we have stress. Um, you know, it can be a good thing, just a little bit of stress, but finding the balance is all why we're here today. I mean, mental can turn into physical. That's why when you go to the doctors and you're getting a physical, they give you stress tests because it affects your heart. It affects your... It can lead to heart disease, yeah. It can affect anything, your brain, your muscles. People gain more weight when Mm -hmm. they're under stress. Some people lose a ton of weight when they're under stress. So your body physically will start giving you warning signs. symptoms. Yeah. And so that leads us to the last one, which is chronic stress, and that is your flight or fight or flight. 
So that's when you long-term emotional pressure. So say you're going through a divorce or a breakup or um, maybe somebody in your family is is super sick. sick and you're taking care of them or you're having severe financial issues. Um, your job is really stressful and you're being put in these these uncomfortable situations. Unhealthy. And this is where, you know, if you're under chronic stress for a long period of time, that's when you can start seeing those, those negative effects. Pa- panic attacks, heart disease, um, an array, a buffet of other bad And for those of you who levels. haven't had panic attacks as well, like, don't take it as a grain of salt because they become very more severe as the more you get them Um, so you might have one and it might be an episode and it might be something that triggered it but then you might have um, to continue to get panic attacks and then your panic attacks turn from like a daily occurrence because you feel like you can't really breathe for a little bit and you just need to sit down and get wet you can feel faint you can pass out some people feel like they they will check I know you know, friends who have checked themselves into the hospital because they think it's a legitimate heart attack. Yeah. And you don't want to get it to that level because then it turns into, those panic attacks can then turn into almost like psychiatric. Because if you, I know, I know from experience when somebody who has severe panic attacks, you then start consuming yourself of wanting to prevent that feeling and then you create more of them because it's almost like, oh, my God, I'm about to have a panic attack. Oh, my God, it's about to happen. And then you start panicking and, yeah. it, and they happen more often because you know that feeling and you know what can trigger it or what can happen. And it could be something as little as, you know, someone's watching over you and hovering over you and then you're starting to feel it more and more. And then yeah. then it just then you start breaking down and you have more often. And I think you form these unhealthy links in your conscious brain because you're trying so hard to prevent a trigger Mm -hmm. that it just becomes an unhealthy, you know, anxiety about a panic attack. So you're, say if you're someone with social anxiety, you're like, okay, I don't want to go to that party because it's going to trigger a panic attack. Then that turns into, okay, I don't want to be around people, so I don't want to go to that restaurant okay, I don't want to go to the grocery store because I don't want to be around so many people. So then, you know, maybe that turns into an unhealthy thing where you're like, I order everything from home. I don't leave my house. I don't go to parties. I don't see my friends anymore. It becomes a paranoia. Yeah. A huge paranoia. And if you do research, like paranoia, you can, it could be developed and it could just be something that's genetic. And when you develop that paranoia, you really can go into a schizophrenic, and psychiatric where you like really need help and physical help at a doctor in an institution because you've created this alternate reality that's not because of your fear that you've created as well so and that's not to say that you know obviously we're we're talking about a few more holistic ways to relieve stress and and work on balance and that's not to say that you know some people really do need a doctor they need you know to be prescribed a medication to help with whatever their symptoms are. Um, so that's not to say that that's not okay too. Everybody is different, but just finding that balance, finding that balance (laughs) and trying to, trying to help take care of yourself before you get to that point, or at least helping yourself in ways that are simple things you can do at home before, um, hopefully not letting yourself get to that point. And, and hopefully this is something that can help you. So 
some of the things that can trigger stress for sure. Um, and I think your stress becomes, you have different levels of stress in different parts of your life. I feel like there are a lot of people out there who are like, you don't understand what I'm going through. And it might be because you're planning a wedding or you don't know what I'm going through because I'm a new mom. I'm in college or I'm a new mom and these levels of stress and everybody has these different levels and these spectrums and these different things that are triggering and it's always going to be you're a new chapter. Yeah. You're always going to work on mitigating your stress. Mm-hmm. Like that is for life. You will have stress. That's, that's the same thing. Like we talked about in episode one with cyberbullying. It doesn't yeah. stop in middle school. Like <laughs> nope. stress doesn't stop after college, after, you know, you get a job, after you retire, there's always going to be stress in some form. And it's important to understand that these stresses are normal and don't create stresses that are unnecessary. So something important to realize is that we are looking at social media every day and we're looking at everybody else's life and what they're doing and what their jobs look like and how they look and may appear and what their bodies may be like. And we create those stresses of comparison And it could be like, okay, this is an inspiration. And instead of being like, I'm stressed because I don't look like that and I don't have that house and I haven't taken that vacation and Mm -hmm. I want that shirt and I want to be able to have that ring or that house or that car or whatever it is. And instead of being like, oh, this is inspiration for me to set a goal and work towards that, we turn it into a stress. Which is ironic that it's that was the whole purpose of it in the beginning of social media, and that is why it's called an influencer, because they want to influence you in a positive way. And it's definitely turned into this negative, negative. turn because it's it's over dramatic. It's we and have so facetune to them. like change our bodies and we have, you know, all of these filters to filter out our real natural features and all of these influencers are getting things for free to make things more extravagant than it really needs to be and it's it's so fake at times that it can really put people in a dark 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 depressing hole and it's important to realize that I have to look like that and it's like you know Mm -hmm. with your body composition unfortunately without major surgery and some severely unhealthy tactics, like your body is not meant to look that way. And that's okay. That's the point. We're all supposed to be different. And that is the beauty of it. We are supposed to teach each other things and be different and and love the differences in one another. And instead we've gone this opposite direction where we feel like if people aren't the same as us, we're upset or mm-hmm. we're upset about it or we're, we're mad at another person for not looking like we are, we do, or thinking the same things we do or wanting the same things we do, but that's, that's okay. That's a good thing. Yeah. That we were all born differently. And I, I always love how guys are like, they always claim like our spanks or our makeup or everything is like false advertisement. Like she gets home, she takes her eyelashes off. She wipes off her eyebrows. She takes out her hair. She pulls out out everything. Eyelashes. Takes the spanks off. And then you're like, I'm sorry. Are you, the, are you the original person I went on a date with? I'm a little confused. It's like a poly pocket. You can like change your hair, change your clothes, just like put a different face on her. So it's funny though because you know we do all of these things, and the reality is they're supposed to enhance our natural beauty, and they do to an extent. And then you get the extreme side of things where you're like, 
I'm I sorry. Don't look like that. That's... I can't spend that amount of money to do that. And then you're like, do I really want to look like that? Do I want to make myself morph into this other thing and spend all this money? And then you're becoming somebody that you're not. Yeah, for sure. And I think it's the stress um, from social media in itself is a big one. I feel like it's a it's a huge thing that. A lot of people nowadays, especially more people spending time at home or spending more time on, on oh, digital yeah. devices and social media platforms, so they're seeing it more. So that's a stress in itself. Um, not not to include all of the other normal, everyday things. Like, everyday tasks can become stressful. You're mm-hmm. supposed to do laundry. You're supposed to put gas in your car. You're supposed to feed yourself three times a day, not just one. You're supposed to <laughs> make your bed. You're supposed to do put makeup on your face and remember to moisturize your skin and shave your legs and wash your hair and <laughs> put your contacts in and go to the doctor like everyday tasks can become really overwhelming sometimes when you have so much else going on you're maybe you're a little overwhelmed at work and you have to work a couple extra hours then everything else gets pushed back in your regular life and that becomes a stress that in itself so it's funny that you mention all those things because in my mind, as Grace is talking, I'm like, oh my God, there's not enough time in a day to, to yeah. do all of this stuff. There's not enough time in a week. And then you're like, there's not enough time in the month. And then right now we have the holidays coming up and oh, then we yeah. have to go shopping for everybody and we're budgeting and we're doing all Financial of these stress and then the time to buy all the presents and, and wrap the all the presents change. and ship out all the presents and getting darker Daylight savings, and you can't sleep, and so you're stressed, and then when you can't sleep, you're like, oh, what should I get for Grandma Betty for Christmas? I don't know. Can't find a gift for her. I don't want to know how to gift for her for Christmas. It's It becomes a lot. So we took the time, and we took some extra hours that we had that we are honing in on our time where we should probably be sleeping and balancing our life, and we found a couple of great ways to balance, overcome these stresses, and we wanted to share it with you guys. And the first would go into, as we were talking about social media, is unplugging and doing a digital detox. I don't mean doing this once a week. I don't mean doing this once a month. I mean a daily detox. So finding the time in your day where you are going to scroll. Um, I always say shit and scroll so that when you're, we used to read magazines in the bathroom or the box of the the tampon box in the back where you're going to the bathroom, you're like wasting time, scroll. That's fine. Um, And then scroll, you know, on a random time frame and make sure like maybe you're setting a timer so that you don't, you can get totally lost in some TikTok and Instagram reels. time warp. That's a black hole, baby. (laughs) I'm like, did I just travel into the future because it is now two hours later? (laughs) And I've learned a couple of tips and tricks from TikTok. For sure. But definitely wasted way too much time. I think if you have an Alexa or if you have a... She's listening always. She's she is listening. If you have a Siri, or if you have um, even just take your your alarm clock or your phone, your your microwave has a timer, your watch, anything. You can even set a timer if you are like, I had a really exhausting day. I just need to turn my brain off and I want to watch something mindless. mindless. <laughs> yeah, or scroll. Like, okay, that's great. Do it for an hour. Um, hour? I would say like 20 minutes max. You don't want to waste an hour. An hour is a lot, but 
Okay, an hour would probably be like a longer, <laughs> a longer time frame. Um, but if you're, if there's like a, a YouTube video you were wanting to learn something True. from, or that's different though. I wouldn't consider that like mindless scrolling. Yeah, that's not mindless scrolling. I'm okay, talking maybe like, thirty minutes of scrolling. You turn on a timer and you say, "I'm gonna just let myself scroll for thirty minutes. I need yep. to turn my brain off because our brains need to rest. We're not robots. We are humans." Yep. And then take that time and take that digital detox because it's important. And don't do it before you're going to bed because that's not good. Um, Actually staring at your computer or your phone before bed is going to keep you awake longer because of it's the blue light, right? Yeah, the blue light just helps. There's there's a night mode on your phone, so I definitely recommend making sure you're using that that night mode. It turns it to a more orange screen, so it's softer on your eyes. It's just a little bit better for you to adjust, um, but not having that blue light right before you go to bed. Um, so when we say digital detox, like we're talking not no TV. We're talking, I mean, not like your mom, like no TV for the week. (laughs) Um, but digital detox, like take a detox from everything, turn off your phone or just go put it in the corner somewhere where you're not going to look at it. Turn off the TV, go find a hobby, find a hobby, go work out, go outside, take a walk outside with your dogs. Um, get some fresh air, read a book, read a book, draw something. If you can draw, go work in your garage. If you do something in the I garage, love coloring, color, paint, I you know, if you coloring. like working with your hands, go work on a car. I don't know. Maybe you're handy. Go do a house project, a DIY. Um, just do something and and give yourself like okay an hour i'm going to do a digital detox just let my brain you know work on something that's not staring at a screen because productive. it turns into something that's completely productive and rewarding and you believe it or not like taking on those hobbies and things like that your endorphins and your body will be happy because of that you you don't even realize how often the the stat is something crazy like we check our phones eighty times an hour or something. Um, don't quote me on that because I'm not sure if that's exact. But we we check our phone in a, a crazy amount of times in an hour. So let me and you because we're gonna be honest. We're gonna break it down. We're gonna be honest. Both of us are gonna open our phones right now, and we are going to weekly report. We are going to see because it is it is we are recording on a Sunday what our weekly report was for screen time. And we are gonna be honest with you in this moment too. Where is it at under general and settings? No, there's a screen time. Oh, screen time. Oh, that's do not disturb. Okay, so screen time. All right, so let's see what our... Oh, it starts on Sunday. Can I see last week? Week. Daily average. Oh, does it start on... Oh, okay. So for me, it says today. Just today alone. Oh, God. Is that yours too? You're better than me. So I did five hours and four minutes today alone... And most of it, I did an hour on social. Well, that doesn't make, that doesn't add up. I don't know where that's coming from. Today I only used two and a half hours, but it says I am down 65% from last week, meaning I am typically a lot where more do you active. See that? And it is the end of the day. <laughs> I don't know. You're oh, <laughs> oh, week. That's why. Okay, so I'm 23% down from last week. Um, and I always so spend an hour. today was a little high for you. But... I think that's because I was doing a lot. Um, see, for me, it's messages. FaceTime and messages, I, it's my weakness. I FaceTime my family. They all live in um, New Jersey and New York and things like that. So I'm a huge FaceTimer. 
and messages. I was talking to you all day. So <laughs> you're the weakest <laughs> of mine. Damn it, Sam. And then I will be I will be very happy with myself. Today I was only three minutes on Instagram. I was four minutes on Rent the Runway. But I did a lot of research on Safari today because I am a maid of honor in a wedding. So I was going back and forth between looking at like things for bachelorette parties and stuff like that. Um, I think it's fortunate for me that it doesn't tell me this past week's stats because I was yeah. not on my phone a lot today, but I spend too much time on the phone. But it, it is But that's really... us being honest with you because we don't want to lie about it and be like, we only spend 30 minutes a day on we're our phones. Guilty. <laughs> we're guilty. We're definitely guilty. But um, Some of the things that if you unplug, like... I don't think you guys understand this. This can improve your your um, mental and physical health. Like mm-hmm. it is linked to cognitive decline, um, using too much technology over long periods of time, sleep disorders, self image issues. Um, I can you know, definitely see the self image issues with all the social media. Yeah, and like it affects your your connections with others. You know, we we get so comfortable being Alone. digitally connected to people that. We forget about a physical connection, and being with someone in person is totally different. It's There's something different about it than just being behind a screen. I am a huge person for this when you're at dinner tables, mm-hmm. and you're out to dinner, or you're with your friends. Do you put, the phone tower? Put the phone... I put it... I leave it in my purse. I'll only take it out because I'm a huge person that says, that, you want to bet, and then I prove you that I'm right. Um <laughs> Because I'm always right. Because <laughs> I'm always right. Um, but that is when I will whip out my phone. But most of the time, my phone is, like, in my purse. And um, unless it's taken out for emergencies and things like that. But I I hate when people... I When you go to a restaurant and you see other people, like, on a date. And they're, uh, like, each person is on their phone. You're, like, what the hell did you guys come out for? Me nuts. I honestly <laughs> am guilty about... across the table. <laughs> I get on my boyfriend for this, too. And... There's times when you're you're both going to mindlessly scroll or check your phone, and that's fine, you know? But I think, especially, like, make it a point to be like, we're going out to dinner together to spend quality time with one another. And I just feel like when you're sitting at a table and one person is not on their phone and they're just waiting to have that connection, physical connection, with the other person who's sitting on their phone, it's just like the phone is the the... Attention grabber. Yeah, the attention whore blocking the conversation. And you're, at like, that you're cheating point, on me with your phone. <laughs> like, come on, pay attention to me. I just want to hang out with Hello. you. And it just kind of sucks. You're like, you look around and you see people that are both staring at their phone and they're out to dinner. And it's like, you guys came out to dinner to spend time with one another, to only be on your phone, spending time digitally with other people. I will literally pull out. Cole always teases me. I'll, like, flip a menu over. I'll ask for a child's menu. I'll be like, can we play a tic-tac-toe? Like, anything to just connect so that we don't have to rely on our phones to, like, look something up and to talk about it and just to be... It's present. being present. And yeah. it's important to be present when you're in meetings at work, when you're on dates, when you're out with your friends, because those memories that you will have, like, these are once in a... These are once in a once in a while like you don't you only live one life you don't go out all the time either like you know be in that moment yeah have that memory make that memory um and then going into our next um balance is i know you all get time off are you using it are you using it wisely are you using it for yourself grace (laughs) i would ask you the same question sam (laughs) 
like the Spider-Man <laughs> meme where they're all pointing guns at each other. And Sam and I right now, be like, do you use your day off? Do you? I use my day off, but do you use it for yourself or do you use it for a wedding or a bachelorette party? Because, you know, those are now not Sometimes you need the day before. a day off. Like, not a vacation day. I mean, maybe you're, if everybody's planning. A mental health day. Yeah. If somebody's planning a vacation for you and you're going to a spa and you're not going to do anything that day, then, okay, I guess you can say that counts. But, honestly, your brain sometimes just needs a day to do nothing. Sleep. To rest. To recharge. You need to sleep. You need to just... Cry. Watch a rom-com. I put on my Hallmark movie. Maybe eat some chocolate. <laughs> watch a Christmas movie. Watch watch a Lifetime movie. I love my Lifetime Hallmarks, and they're just so mindless, and you can predict what's about to happen, that I'm like, oh, I don't yeah. even have to use my it's mind. It's comforting. <laughs> like, you know what? I don't have any. It's not even going to make me anxious, because I know nope. what's going to happen. They're going to fall in love, yep. and they're going to live happily ever after in this small town no one's ever heard of. Hallmark proved me wrong. <laughs> show, <laughs> show me one. Tell me I don't know. <laughs> Tell me I don't know. Give me a movie that doesn't end with a happily ever after and she quits her job and they live in the mountains together <laughs> and like they always end up finding each other at the they bump into each other in the in the little boutique that they're like oh my gosh I didn't see you there I just didn't mean to bump into you have I seen you before and they're like oh I'm not gonna book my return flight home I'm just gonna stay here and live with you and we're gonna get married and that's it they're always really good looking they're very attractive people um so using your days off to do nothing, schedule it. It doesn't always have to be scheduled. Listen to your body. Um, your body will tell you when you need that day. The other day, Grace was very tired, and I was like, bye, I'm logging you off. <laughs> you don't have an Please option. Leave. You need to take this day for yourself. Your body will tell you it, you will be tired. You will feel tired. You will look tired. Um, your body is like, give me sleep. Give me nothing to do so that I can just yeah. catch up. And it, I do it all the time. It's like making an appointment the same way you would make an appointment for a massage for or your hair. for relaxing or for your hair. Make an appointment with yourself to just decompress and recharge, reboot. Your phone gets a plug-in every night to recharge. That's what you should be doing too. And sometimes you just need that extra time to recoup and let your brain just recover. And it'll be so much better when you do. Mm-hmm. It'll function better. You'll feel more clear-headed. And make yourself, you can make yourself a legitimate appointment. Put in your calendar, put in your phone, and block out some me time. I have literally taken a mental health day to deep clean my house. And I know that sounds silly, because you're supposed to do nothing. For me, organizing is like, organizing is my... massage or my therapy if I can like organize this sounds so psychotic when I say this out loud when I color coordinate (laughs) when I color coordinate my closet or I fresh sheets on a bed putting all your laundry away not just in the basket but putting it away in its place um organizing your kitchen those things for me are so detoxing and it's so nice when it's all done I'm just like oh my god I feel a sigh of relief yeah and I feel like sometimes when your 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 surroundings aren't organized and you start feeling that pressure and then it like compiles on you and you'll notice it's a huge thing for me I have depression I have seasonal depression um I will know when my depression starts because I will know that I do not give a flying fuck what's surrounding me. I'll throw my clothes everywhere. Yeah, plates will start 
piling up. up. My makeup's all over the place. And I'm, I'll look around the room and I'm like, oh, it's happening. Here we go. <laughs> and then I'm like, okay, now I need to do like a little spring cleaning for myself. Dust, organize, clean everything up. And then I'm like, okay, now I can start preparing myself for the week and prepare myself to reduce my stress moving forward and making sure that I have time to work out, go outside, take a walk because everything else around me is now, it's like it has a little hole and it has a place for itself. So that's definitely something that I do for a hundred percent sure. That's like my mental break. And that being said, that very nicely segues into the next thing. Um, Talking about setting attainable goals, so this is not just in the workplace, this is not just for like your health and fitness goals or for your work goals, Um, this is like setting an attainable goal for yourself, so say if you are someone like Sam and you, you, you know, are dealing with seasonal depression and you're aware like, I am not 100% right now, I know when I'm 100%, I have not taken a day off and... I don't know, insert six, six months. months. <laughs> don't know why that was came out at the same time, but... Um, when me and Grace mentally feel like we took time off was six months like, ago. Uh, six months ago. And I think just recognizing, like, okay, I am super tired this week. I'm probably going to get takeout one day a week or two days a week. I'm or laughing because me and Cole, we literally... I'm sorry to interrupt because we literally will be like... When we have given up on life, it has been six days a week, and we're like, delivery dudes, now I am paying your salary. (laughs) And then we're like, this week, we're like, oh, I'm so proud. We did twice this week. (laughs) Only two days. Only two days. Instead of seven. (laughs) And it's so true, though, because it's like, okay, eating, eating in, it's typically healthier, and it saves you money, but honestly, sometimes the time is worth buying that, that meal out. But setting attainable goals when you're like, okay, realistically, this week, I have three hard deadlines that are really big projects. I have um, a big event this weekend. I am super exhausted. I'm not going to be able to work out. I'm not going to be able to cook for myself. I'm not going to be able to get all my laundry done. And I'm not going to be able to have a clean house this week. Like, okay, no one's coming to my house. I don't have to clean my house. Okay, I need these items clean for the event this weekend. Fine. I'll do one load of laundry all week. That will be clean. I have enough underwear to survive this week. Um, I'm going to eat out twice a week. Or... Um, just being aware and being gentle with yourself and knowing like, okay, today I need rest and the rest is more important than me getting a workout in or catching up with such and such friend. They will be, if they're really your friend, they'll be there for you next week. So you don't have to, you know, suffer and try to do everything all in one week when you have a next week and this week you're just at a lower capacity. Don't compromise yourself for the, for the other side of things because if you're going to compromise your rest your mental health your sleep you are no good to anybody else throughout the rest yeah so being aware of that yeah being aware of that I actually saw something the other day and it was like um two girls reading a menu and they were going back and forth and they're like I don't know what to order I'm gonna order this but when you order that I'm gonna want that and literally underneath it it says why fight about what you're going to order when you could literally just come back another day? Oh, yeah. Like, there's so many things on the menu. It's, like, overwhelming. Oh, what do I order? And then you're like, okay, one, we could just each get an item and share, or we just eat here again. Exactly. And that's kind of like you were just saying. Like, 
taking those steps and saying, I can't see you this weekend, but I can see you next weekend and being okay with that. And other people respecting your time is a respect of you as well, um, which is kind of what goes into the next topic, which is rest, making sure that we're balancing our rest. Good old sleeping. Oh, does anybody sleep out there? I know I definitely do. (laughs) I am a huge sleeper. If I do not sleep, you do not want to be near me. I am literally Satan. I will literally, I will tell you how it is, and I will give zero fucks. <laughs> I will be like, like, you know what? I didn't get my you know what? last night, so that, you're gonna hear it. Like, get it? That's like my husband's always like, "Have you eaten? Are you hungry? <laughs> Do you need Are sleep? You Are you hungry? on your period? <laughs> Do you want to go to bed now?" Um, I am a big sleeper. I bartended for thirteen years and did not sleep for those 13 years, and now I am a kitty cat, and I am making up for every hour there is. I'm like, oh, I have an hour of time. Go take a nap. So funny. <laughs> I, I, not in the same way, because I wasn't a bartender for that long, but um, I wasn't a bartender ever. That was a lie. <laughs> <laughs> I, my that brain, sometimes my brain goes faster than my mouth, and I, like, can't get things out the way I want them to. That was a lie. I never ah! bartended. Um, okay, I didn't bartend, but in high school, I think high school was when my sleeping issues started, because I was like, yes, man, I'm a yes, man, I have to do it all, I'm in all of the clubs, I will be the president, or maybe just the secretary, like, okay, let me just say no, and I'll be the treasurer instead of the president. That was me saying no. So, I was in all these clubs, I did two sports, and I... Um, also had a job. So, mind you, high school started at, like, 7.30, and then I'd get up, I'd go to a meeting before school started, then go to school, then after school would go to track practice, then after track practice would go to cheerleading practice, then I'd go to work, then I'd come home, and I was in AP classes, I would start homework, and then I'd go to bed at, like, 4 in the morning, and then wake up and do it again. So, I'm pretty sure for the last two years of high school, like, I did not sleep. I slept probably two hours every night. And I swear, I would wake up sometimes with, like, notes on my homework that I was dreaming. Maybe that's why I talk in my sleep now, because I just, I don't know. Oh, I got definitely, a lot to say. I talk in my sleep. I sleep with my eyes open. Uh, but since then, though, I my body is like, let me sleep, or I will make you make me sleep. Yeah. And just shut down. Body will not cooperate. So... We were doing research and we found that there is a test because we have, you have your circadian rhythm, which is your natural rhythms of sleep. Um, Mine is definitely, it'll let you, it'll, it'll definitely tell me. I wake up on the hour, every hour, every single time without my alarm. As much as I will say, Alexa, snooze, I whispered because she's right here and she's listening. Um, As much as I will say snooze a million times over and over, my body will just naturally wake up and it will naturally fall asleep exactly the same time. I'm definitely a nine to 10 hour sleeper. Um, So I kid around now because all of my friends are like, oh, it's 7.30, Sam's in bed, she's sleeping. And I'm like, yes, it is. And I will wake up at five o'clock in the morning. Um, I've become from a night owl to a early morning blossom person um I get a lot of stuff done in the morning I work harder in the morning yeah so for me I definitely took that switch between my 20s and my 30s and creating that which I think that's a good thing because then it'll prepare me for like motherhood I'm like when my baby's sleeping my husband's always like I'm scared when you have a baby because I don't think you're gonna be awake when like the baby cries in the middle of the night I can 
sleep through an earthquake, a tornado, fire, a fire. Alarms. I don't know if I could sleep through a fire because I could definitely smell. When It'd I smell hot. something, no, when I smell something, I wake up. Oh. When I'm like, what is that? But as far as like sounds, like even when I was younger, my mom would like vacuum in my room. And she would just, Nothing. like, move and bang things and pots and pans, like, like <laughs> everything that you could think Have of. drum practice. Screaming. So I'll go into a quick story real quick. Me and my husband went to Wisconsin, Michigan, Michigan, I think. Um, but it was a college championship game. Okay. Okay? It was Orange Bowl. And, yes, I drank and I was tipsy. We got into the stadium, probably, I want to say, 10 minutes in, I passed out. I slept the entire time during a championship football game where they were winning and people were screaming and I was just snoring away and I was literally just sitting there and my husband's like, you're not... Do, are you not hearing or feeling any of this? I'm like, what's going on? He's like, what's going on? You're in the middle of a football game. You games. just had a nice REM cycle during the game. <laughs> so I could literally sleep through anything, um, which we went into learning about our cycles, and there's a quiz that you found, right? Yeah, so basically, like, sleep is not just like, oh, get your seven to nine hours a night. Um, the... I mean, first of all, people, like, way over-abuse caffeine, but caffeine and lack of sleep, that can, those are definitely things that can also trigger additional stress, so be very aware of how much caffeine and when you're consuming it, um, and your lack of sleep, but basically, there's something called a chronotype, so your chronotype is your natural inclination to be an early bird like Sam, or a night owl, more like me. Um, your internal circadian rhythm is the thing that's like your biological clock. So this is what tells you when your natural sleep cycle is, when you feel tired, when you feel awake, that sort of thing. So your chronotype, it can influence your hormone levels, your metabolic function, your body temperature. Um, and what's how Sam was saying, like she used to be a bartender and now she is a sleeper. We can't technically change our chronotype, but our chronotypes can change as our body and brains age. So that might be why, for example, she used to be more of a night owl and now she's an early bird. Um, but the types, the four different types are the bear, the wolf, the wolf, with an L, wolf, <laughs> like a dog. The wolf. The wolf. <laughs> the bear, the wolf. I, maybe I have some speech problems I didn't know about. The lion and the dolphin. Have you got your sleep? <laughs> maybe it's my sleep deprivation. <laughs> Um, so this can change with your age. This can also change with, um, like different, we, we can totally mess up our sleep cycles with different time zones. We're traveling, we're in a different time zone, we're working different times. We use blue light till late hours, making our brains think that we're awake because there's a bright light in our face. Mm -hmm. Um, we go to bed at different times. We sleep, you know, at random times or sleep in the middle of the day. So it can, it can be messed with with all of those things, but the chronotypes naturally can be any one of those, um, animals. So Sam, you're a lion. I took it and I was a lion. Um, and 
when you took the quiz. So we're going to put the quiz on our Instagram um, stories and things like that. And a lot of the stuff that we talked about today, we're going to pull up all of the research um, and share with you guys on our social platforms. We are on TikTok. Yeah, we're on Facebook. We're on Instagram. We have our website. So we'll link all of that stuff out. But so I was the lion. The lion is my personality characteristics as well as optimistic, born leaders, practical, conscientious, grounded, and level-headed. And Grace, you were the bear. I was the bear. So extroverted personality, mellow-tempered, easygoing, confident, and approachable. And the personality traits are kind of important because you will know that obviously like a lion, um, natural born leaders, you'll have tons of stress and you have all of this stuff piled on you and you'll probably be sleeping and thinking about things at the same time as well as like a bear where you are it says bears um they avoid conflict they prioritize happiness they crave and need sleep um they like to catch up on sleep on the weekends um try to wake up around seven and then go to bed between Skip electronic starting at 10 to go to bed by 11. And then my productive hours are between 10 and noon, which all makes sense for me. Yeah. And it's nice after you take the quiz because it does tell you the best schedules for your chronotype. When you're um, productive. When you sleep. should do the most difficult task. When you should challenge yourself a little bit more. When you should probably be relaxing, um, not working out. For me, I'll probably be waking up early in the morning and working out versus working out at five o'clock because I'm tired and that's my bedtime. Um, so, so making sure that you're utilizing because your body and the balance that you have with your sleep is super important. Um, and it's one of the things that, you know, people take for granted. They're like, oh, I'll just sleep another time or I'll just take a nap here. And your body definitely needs to sleep. For sure. It needs, it's healing. Um, you heal while you're sleeping, oh yeah, um, your body will fix your things. Collagen. You, everything, like <laughs> you know, it's really nice to have some teas that are like soothing Anytime. and helping you, yeah, to to go to sleep, and then like turmeric and things like that to help you while you're sleeping for inflammation and things. Um, but so rest is definitely important, and making sure that you're taking care of yourself because at the end of the day you know, you are the most important. And if you are not balancing your stress, your sleep, your life, um, you the lack of sleep can lead to so much, like we were saying with caffeine, you know, caffeine can trigger some anxiety, but not sleeping can, you know, that can lead to an array of other problems. Have you seen those? So in my psychology t- uh, classes in college, they showed you like people who didn't sleep and how that affected them. And like Their performance, some people went like, crazy like crazy crazy there was sleep deprivation is not a joke it it was crazy he I think he didn't sleep for like seven days and he he like lost his mind he went like crazy crazy psychological crazy um some of the ways so don't go crazy (laughs) don't go crazy don't go crazy get some sleep don't lack some sleep um the chronotype just might help give you some insight you might already know just because naturally you know when you're tired and you know when you're awake um but we mess it up with the time zones and the traveling and the blue light and all that stuff so some ways to fix that are consistency so try to be consistent with a schedule have a bedtime for yourself like you did when you were a kid um you know try to 
try to ditch the alarm when you can. Obviously, that's not always feasible. But if you're tired at night, go to bed. Um, you know, try to listen to your body as much as you can. Obviously, our schedules don't allow for sleep sometimes, which is really unfortunate. But when you can, be consistent. Try to wake up when your body wakes up and go to bed when your body's tired. And stick with the same schedule on weekdays and weekends. So... If you can push up the time that you're going out with friends or... Sorry, guys. I gotta, I gotta go now at 7.30. It's my bedtime. I know Gotta I leave. I know we just got here and all. So, okay. So, here's a little hack, though. Um, if you're on the weekend and you're doing something with your friends, try to keep your schedule as much as possible. I know this is much easier said than done. But try to shift your schedule by one and a half hours instead of three. So if Sam normally goes to bed at eight, she could go to bed at 9.30 and like, okay, let's go to dinner. All right, I'm going to go to bed at 9.30 instead of eight because that's just not feasible for the weekend. But rather than going to bed at like midnight, you know, you're keeping your body somewhat within the same schedule because it confuses it on the weekend when you're like, all right, I'm going to go to bed at 4.30 in the morning. Okay, now let's go to bed at 10. So the way I do that as well, because I, I will say, when I'm out, I'm out. I'm going out. I'm going dancing. I'm going to have fun. I am not going at 9 o'clock to bed. <laughs> um, so I will always do that, but mentally prepare myself. So I won't say, Hey, we'll go out on a Saturday. I'll say we'll go out on a Friday so that I can mentally give myself Saturday to recover. Whether that's Sunday. Yeah. Whether that, and catch up on my sleep. So I'll take a nap on Saturday so that I'm all cut up. So on Sunday I'm back to my normal schedule. So making sure that you're just bringing awareness and that balance to be sure that you are creating that for yourself. Because I know myself, I, I will go out for coffee at 4, and, and it will be 4 a.m., and I'm like, what happened? <laughs> what went on here? When, when did I go wrong, and how did alcohol get involved? I'm pretty sure it was at a coffee shop. And the, it's the ca- the caffeine, but the booze obviously affects your sleep, too. Yeah. So um, consistency when you can, trying not to use your alarm when you can, try to listen to your body, um, adjusting your weekend schedule, just be mindful of your booze, your caffeine, and the timing that you're going to bed. Obviously, it's inevitable. Sometimes you're going to have those three in the morning hard hearts, and that's just going to happen, and it's yeah. great. Great for memories. Um, and then just light. So rather than just talking about light from like, okay, don't have blue light at night, think about, okay, it's daytime. Let me go outside and look at the sun for two seconds. Not directly, <laughs> indirectly, but... <laughs> Immerse yourself in light during the day. I'm blind now. I listen to Grace and I look at the sun. (laughs) Don't look at it in the face. Um, But get your daylight during the day and then try to make things dark at night so your body naturally, like your body naturally knows by light, okay, it's bright out, it's daytime, it's dark, it's nighttime. Um, So try to keep some consistency with the light too. So, um, to kind of wrap up that in our balance as well is understanding that you are taking care of yourself and at the end of the day, balance is about you, what that means to you, how it affects you, whether it's stress, whether it's physical balance, whether it's your work. Um, some of the things that we do for ourselves is, um, self-care for sure. Oh yeah, baby. Definitely. I am huge into my fab fit fun mm, like box it gets me great like facial products and oils and skincare skincare stuff stuff. um there's great options into you know 
going to get your nails done, going to get your hair done. Even painting your nails at home. Feeling good about yourself. I, I mean, for me, I have curly hair, so even brushing my hair, it's, it's a that's a self it's a self care day for me. Um, but making sure that you're doing something for you, whether that's working out, whether that's doing a facial, whether that's just taking a nice Maybe bubble bath. Maybe you have retail therapy oh. and you need to buy something. <laughs> Obviously, don't spend so all your money. Shopaholic. <laughs> try to buy something that makes you feel good. Don't do you your feel... vices. Maybe maybe just take care of you. Um, and then a big thing is, I feel for me, um, obviously talking to your friends and family, letting them know what's going on, talking to a therapist if you prefer not to involve your friends and family, um, making sure that you're de-stressing through a hobby, whether it's coloring or something crafty or something you want to learn a new trick. Um, and quiet time, um, something peace. that, you know, not everybody can meditate. If you can meditate, that's a great thing to be able to kind of mm -hmm. clear your mind. But even if you can't do that, it's just having 10 minutes of quiet time. Again, set a timer if you need take a quiet trip in the car, no music, just let your brain, let its thoughts come out. Um, just, you can journal, you can journal during that quiet time, but just take 10 minutes of, of quietness and I, soak it in. I definitely know for me and it's, everybody has different poetry. I will write a ton of poetry and it literally will it's almost like a weight's been lifted off my shoulder. And some people that's meditating, some people that's journaling. Um, some people it's a to-do list. Like get a piece of paper and yep. write out everything that's in your brain and dump it on a piece of paper so it doesn't feel like your brain is responsible for holding all of that in there. Planning. Making sure if you have a lot that's going on in your life, get yourself a planner, a daily planner. I do Silk and Sonder. I was showing Grace this the other day and it's basically like a wellness journal, a planner, a calendar. It's everything kind of in one. Um, I know people who are focused more on um, their, like, their health and their body. So there's like um, fitness journals that you can yeah. have. There's journals. Meal planning journals. Meal planning journals. There's so, so many different kind of journals. And I think it's just kind of nice. There's something about pen to paper that relieves you. Yeah. Um, it, it also pen to paper, they say is one of the most, um, ways to remember things. Um, so remembering a dream, there's dream journals, remembering something that you have to do for work, like your to-do list, yeah. remembering how you felt at a certain time. Um, so taking those things down and journaling and finding those hobbies and, you know, taking those distressors there's templated are great. journals too. So you can, you know, rather than sometimes journaling can be just like okay maybe this endless stream of thoughts and you want to write for three pages yeah but you can do templated journals where it's like okay what are your goals for this week um reflect on this month what do you want to accomplish this year mm -hmm. and then tell me three things that you're grateful for yep it could be as simple as that super easy and if there's something that you just ask yourself every day in that templated form just realizing and reflecting reflecting on the day reflecting on your moods your month and it's nice because when you're dating that and you're going back to it and you're referring to it you're like okay this I noticed where I was at and but it balances you because you can say hey I noticed last month I was tracking my sleep and I got no sleep and it looks like I was a royal bitch <laughs> to yeah. a lot of people and you can recognize you can that see how your work went and maybe you're like okay these are my goals last week but this is also how much I had on my plate this mm -hmm. is how many events I had this is what I was doing last month and maybe keeping track of things like 
whether you journal your symptoms or you journal the things that you're grateful for, maybe on one day you're like, I am really grateful for my... Um, Friend Grace. <laughs> <laughs> I am really grateful for my grocery app because it helped me deliver groceries and it helped me save this much time because you realized how short you were on time. Or, um, I don't know, you're really grateful for your mom because you had to call her three times because you were upset and you had a really rough really rough day yeah it's just treating yourself to something and giving you the option to reflect and to balance and I feel like that kind of ends for us we can go on and on and on with you guys all the time um but we've kind of touched on a numerous amounts of ways that you can balance um how you can lose balance how you can gain it back how it affects you it's kind of your yin and yang into your life um and it kind of almost brings us into what we're talking about next episode, which is we are females. Sorry, guys. I know you're out there. But <laughs> what it's like to be us on a daily basis. Grace was going on and on, and we're saying hair, makeup, laundry, There's kids. so much to do as work. a female. So if you're a female, feel for you, girl. So we are empowering females on episode three. I hope you tune in. I hope you enjoyed our balance and our tips. Remember to go on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok. You will, we're going to break it down how we did for you on our episode. Um, if we'll you, have some show notes. Um, we're going to add our show notes starting soon because sorry, we did not have that for you from the intro, but we're going to add that to our website. So that way, if you want to look back and look at like a quick outline of everything we talked about, you can reference them there. And then, um, yeah, we're going to talk about all the girl stuff next time. I know. And if you haven't listened to episode one, please tune into episode one so you can learn a little bit about who me and Grace are, um, how we got here, how we're breaking it down. Why we started LMBD. It's um, all the other things. things that we, we drop all the hints to everything that we're going to be talking about, mm -hmm. just if you're curious. So we, okay, so with that being said... As a reminder, we do bi-weekly episodes until you guys definitely ask for more. We're definitely going to start off with bi-weekly. It is going to be a Monday release, so start your week off. So you're giving tips, we're giving tricks, we're doing all of that good jazz um, so that you guys can literally go into the week feeling great and hoping for more into the following bi-weekly. Um, so we're Mondays bi-weekly, we're on Instagram, Facebook, we're on TikToks, we have so much content. We have LetMeBreakDown.com, which gives you all of the sourcing, the, mm -hmm. the things that we talk about on each episode. We are going to have guests on our show. Oh yeah. So we're going to have tons of guests on our show as well, some specialized people in some of the topics that we're going into. So the first couple episodes are just with me and Grace, um, because obviously we're episode three is about women and we're two females so we don't need any experts in that we are the experts <laughs> we are the experts um and you know we felt in balance we are the yin and yang we we've definitely fallen everybody nobody's a real expert into balance so we're gonna dive into it we're gonna get crazy we're gonna get dirty we're gonna get fun and we're gonna break it down so we appreciate you guys and thank we'll you guys. see you guys on the next episode i hope you guys enjoyed it let bye. us know bye